Welcome to Fierce Fit Feminine and Other F-Words, a place where women in business come to learn how to improve their health, beauty, body language, and communication. I'm Christine Brunelli, chiropractor and former beauty salon owner turned body and beauty transformation coach to help female professionals look both amazing on and off camera. And today, that's exactly what we're going to talk about, but we're going to talk about authenticity. Have you ever known or seen anyone who is different on social media than they are in real life? Are they a professional? Do they own a business? How do you bring those two things in alignment? Oh my gosh, we have a lot to talk about. Are you ready? Let's get started. One of the regular clients in my beauty salon was a flight attendant for private jet service. And if you don't know what that is, maybe you do, but you're not really sure. There are companies that are private jets that fly celebrities and famous people around, and it comes with a private flight crew. So this gal was a private flight attendant for a certain company, and most of her flights were serving celebrities, actors and actress celebrities, some athletes, and to the names of Clint Eastwood, Mariah Carey, uh, Kate Hudson, I can't remember everybody, but one in particular that I'm not going to mention, she would share about in the Salon, she would share stories and say, you know how in her movies that she's just this girl next door, you know, sweet, never uses profanity, everybody would love her. Well, that isn't her in real person. I dread when she shows up on my schedule. She literally dreads working it because she said, I'm treated like a slave. I'm treated less than. She never makes eye contact. She never smiles. She's miserable. And these flight attendants are like personal assistants. When they fly private, they are doing all the flight attendant things, making sure that the cabin is safe and all of that. But they're waiting on them, literally waiting on them like you would if you were flying, you know, domestic, you know, peasant airlines the way I usually fly. You know, I'm in the back 40 with everybody else. And they just are more first class the whole way through, but ultimate five star first class. This this actress is not the person that everyone thinks she is. And this flight attendant knows. There were other stories about how some are divas and they'll hire a jet to fly them from New York to LA and they would have to sit on the runway in New York City maybe for hours, like three hours for a diva personality would show up late. And this jet service had to fly other people around. So it would shift the whole thing. Anyway, they have their own set of issues. But the one that stood out to me the most was the lack of alignment between how they were in real life and how they are on screen. Now that's an actress. So an actress has that free reign to do whatever she wants. She's taking on a character when she goes in movies. That isn't her. That's what she's known for. That's her expertise. She can act. So we don't have to really put the pressure on her to be who she is in a movie in person for real life. She can be who she wants to be. That's true for all actors and actresses. What about professional women or service providers who are showing up online to help people improve something? Me, for example, I'm helping women look and feel beautiful both on and off camera through better health, beauty, and styling. What if I were a slob in real life? What if I were like disheveled and I didn't have good communication and I cursed like a sailor or, you know, I just didn't walk my talk? 
There is an example of someone like that I'm slowly getting exposed to on TikTok. And I see on TikTok so many people doing amazing things. That platform really is the place where you can let your hair down and be more authentic. But is authentic always the best way of putting yourself out there? If you curse like a sailor and you want to be a businesswoman, is that the best way to attract your tribe? Maybe if you want to attract other people that, you know, show up a hot mess and don't have great language, lack professionalism. But this one particular person I'm thinking of, she is definitely developing a character instead of just being herself. Because if you look back and do any digging, and I don't know if you ever do this, do you ever look and find someone on social media and you're like, huh, I like her TikTok. Let me see if she's on Facebook. Let me see if she's on Instagram. And on Instagram, she's one version of herself. It's family and pumpkin patch and cute and all polished and beautiful. And maybe on TikTok, she's a hot mess and she is not the same person. Her hair is different colors. She's Her kitchen is a disaster, but on Instagram, it's like beautiful and curated. She's not the same person. She's trying to build her TikTok account. Her Instagram might be solid. She's been there a long time, but on TikTok, she's trying to play the TikTok game. So on TikTok, the game is right now in December, 2022, be a hot mess, be the real you, the messier, the better. That might change, but that's what it is right now. She's created an actual character. That's what it appears like to me. She's creating this character to try to help people feel like she's approachable and she's not perfect. And although I think that's amazing because we are, none of us are perfect. We all should feel approachable. The character doesn't feel like it's authentic to who she is, and it lacks some professionalism. Her Instagram is super professional. You're allowed to show your real self on Instagram. I don't know why they've made this dividing line where on TikTok, you have to be this hot mess <laughs> for people to want to follow you. And on Instagram, it's not there yet. They both have different personalities on the platforms, but really that's not the platform I want to talk about. It's you. How are you showing up on your social media versus what you're like in real life? Are they the same? Well, first of all, if you're in business and you're not showing up on social media, you don't have to show up on social media like five times a day, but you do have to show up somewhere. Maybe you're a a licensed female professional and you feel like social media is not where you belong. Totally resonate with that. I get it. But if you want to expand your reach, social media is how you're going to do it. In LinkedIn, We have a different vibe, right? LinkedIn and TikTok are completely different. Maybe LinkedIn feels better for you. If you're not sharing on LinkedIn, you should be, (laughs) right? If you want to expand your business, your practice, your service, whatever it is, your product that you're trying to sell, somewhere we have to use being on camera, being on screen to expand our business. If we're a brick and mortar business, we still have to show up because that's where people are. That's the town hall. That's the forum. So are you in alignment with how you're showing up? I'm going to assume that you are. Does it line up with the real you? Or are you a different person? I think the most interesting compliment I get is, wow, you look like the same person in person as you look on camera. (laughs) And I know that that comes from a lot of filters, right? I play with filters. I like filters. I think they're fun. I don't use the, I used to play before I used my business on social media. Before I went there, I would do bunny ears with my friends and all those voice changing things just for kicks. 
not for business, just for fun on a personal level. But I don't over filter my face. If I have a really crummy morning and I need to go on, I'll do a subtle filter that maybe makes my skin tone look a little bit more even. I'm not going to show my worst self all the time. I mean, I, I work in health and beauty, right? So I am going to make sure that my makeup is done and on point because that's what it should be if I'm teaching others how to do it. But there are off days. So I'm not going to say that I do filters all the time. I will. But I don't filter my face to look like the Kardashian chiseled, strong wing eyeliner, all of the nose changing and all of that. I don't get into that. But at the same time, I will go in my stories that disappear in 24 hours. The people that watch my stories are my people, right? The feed, the grid, that's where new people come and find me. In my stories, that's the people that know me. I let my hair down. I'll go on there without any lip color. I don't do that in any of my feed posts. So I let the real me show. And I do that because I want them to know that I don't wake up with mascara on. You know, I'm not a TV personality. I'm a real human. And I want to talk about that, that bridge. Like how do we bridge the real me with what we're doing? Meaning what you do for work while you're using social media in the first place. Now, if your social media has nothing to do with your work, then this episode's not for you. I'm talking about the woman who's using social media to attract clients and nurture her existing clients. There are going to be days where I don't feel done. I I feel like, ugh, I don't want to do my makeup. I don't want to curl my hair. I just want to be in joggers and a big hoodie and just, I want to be off. Is that authentic to show up like that? Yes, 100%. It's authentic. Does it make me an imposter when I only show that in my stories, but on my feed, I'm always polished? No, because 99% of the time I'm polished. (laughs) I work at that. I like that. I enjoy it. But there are days where I'm off and I will show it, but sometimes I don't right? Social media is our highlight reel. We all say it. We all know it. So I think part of this authenticity and being in alignment, first, we have to address the imposter syndrome. If you're a mindset coach and you have a really bad week or two where you're really doubting yourself and you have a lot of criticalness and self-talk and you're thinking, I don't even deserve to be on social media talking about this stuff because I'm not doing it myself. I don't think that it's wrong for you to still go out there and help someone else help change their mindset if you're having a bad day. Dentists eat candy, right? But they talk about how bad sugar is for their teeth, right? They might have a sweet tooth. There are different times in our life where we go through seasons where we're going to feel like I'm not being real to what I do, what I preach, what I sell, all of this stuff. And I want to give you the permission and the grace to let those seasons ride. We cannot be perfect 100% of the time. It's not reality. We can't be always patient and loving and caring to our children. There are days you're going to be like (gasps) screaming as loud as you can. You're going to snap at them. You might be a parenting coach. It's okay. And you know what I think makes it really real for your social media is when you tell others it's okay. 
The goal is to be here, and I know all the tools to help reach this goal. And 95% of the time, I live here, but 5% of the time, I'm not there because I'm human. So if you are struggling with this one thing, this imposter thing where you feel like you're this way on social media, you're promoting this, you're teaching this, you're preaching this, but your real life isn't in alignment. If your real life is in alignment 95% of the time, I say you're okay. If your real life is not in alignment at all with what you're teaching, I say stop. Don't be out there misleading people because you think you're going to make a buck from them when you really haven't perfected it yourself, when you haven't learned it, when you haven't mastered it. You are allowed to be human. But if you are totally out there faking it, putting on a character to get money in the door, that's when it's not okay. That's slime. That's where people start to not trust social media. That's why people have a really hard time with credibility on social media. They don't know if you're the real you. If you say in your stories that disappear in 24 hours, or maybe it's right in your feed, if you say, 95% of the time I live here, I shoot for this. This is my life because I know that this makes everything easier for me. Parenting, styling and beauty, health and fitness, whatever it is that you're doing. I live here 95% of the time, but here's the reality 5% of the time and you show them the reality. That is what's going to resonate with people. That gives them something to aspire to. They don't want someone that's polished perfect 100% of the time because they're not going to believe you. And they're also not going to want the one, the TikTok example I gave, that's never polished and professional because what do they have to aspire to? I mean, you're disheveled, you're using bad language, you lack professionalism. Why would I want to work with this person? You are just like me. You don't inspire me. Do you see the difference? There needs to be a level of inspiration, a level of aspiration that they can look to you and say, wow, she has something I want. She has something, she sells something I want. Whatever it is, lead with that. Let them see that, but also show them that, you know, 5% of the time, this isn't my life. I'm real. I'm human, just like you. That's where you're going to find your sweet spot to feel authentically you on social media. One of my business mentors who has an enormous podcast following, enormous business, she's an online business entrepreneur, shared something very vulnerable in her social media feed and her podcast, and it was all about her insecurity around her weight. So no one looked at her and said, oh, she's overweight. But she had this insecurity of what she looked like. Isn't that interesting? That's something that I I help women with. And I never even looked at her that way, like that she needed to change her appearance. But for her, it rattled her. It kept her up at night. And she shared her, her feelings and her insecurities in her social media. And it was the number one downloaded episode of her podcast. Amazing, right? So our vulnerability can also be our strength. I want you to know that it's okay to be vulnerable with your audience. That's authentically you. But being someone that lacks professionalism isn't good for business. So what is good for business when you show up now that we've gotten that all that imposter stuff and all of the other authenticity things off the table, we've talked about it. Now, what needs to happen for you to show up professionally 
this is easy. As an image consultant, this is what I do for professional women. But for me, it's very easy. It's natural. And for others, not so natural to consider all of it. I'm not going to dive deep into all of these things, but I want you to listen to these bullet points and do a little self-check and say, okay, how am I doing with this? So let's go off first out of the gate, your appearance. I'm sorry to say, but I'm not sorry. You are judged on your appearance in the first seven seconds, less than seven seconds. It's actually getting down to three seconds. You are being judged on your success, on your intelligence, on your education, on your sexuality, on your morals. All of it is judged on how you are presenting yourself, how you look. Okay, let me give you some examples. Now, I don't know what generation you are from, but my mom's generation, the only people that wore tattoos were people in the military. Anybody else with a tattoo? Well... They were uneducated. Or if it's a female, oh my gosh, she's a woman of the night. (laughs) Okay, so I'm using that as an extreme example, but that's a good example. There are still positions. If you go on websites like Glassdoor or Indeed or even LinkedIn and you look for jobs, people that are hiring, some positions will ask that you cover tattoos because they are considered unprofessional for that position. So that's just an example, okay? I'm not saying yay for tattoo or no tattoo. I'm just using it as an example. You are judged on your image right away out of the gate. Your neckline, your hemline, your makeup, your hair, your smile. Now that's going to take me into your body language. Your body language is another thing that's part of your overall image. What's your body language? Are you using your arms like a a passionate Italian when you speak? Great. That's who you are. That's authentic. But are you giving someone the bird while you're walking down the street? That's also body language. Do you have RBF, resting bitch face? You need to smile and use your eyes to look at people and show kindness, right? Someone that looks approachable as if it's I want to get to know this person. That's part of your image. That's how you're getting judged in the first three to seven seconds when someone sees you. Now let's talk about how you speak. I'm not talking about an accent or a Southern draw, whatever. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your communication style. Are you a good listener? Are you someone that jumps in and takes over and you're one-upping someone every time they tell a story and you're like, oh, I've got a better one than that? Or are you a good listener? Do you make people feel seen, heard, and understood? Do you use professional language or do you curse like a sailor? Now, I know a lot of women use profanity. I am not one of them. I was raised by a mother with a firm hand in how you present yourself with charm and etiquette. So I never even think in terms of swear words. It has to be really bad for me to even think a swear word. But maybe that's not you. If you're a professional, the words you use matter. If you are using profanity when you put yourself out there because you use profanity in your real life, that's authentically you but it's not a professional version of you. Professional means that you speak clear, that you speak concise, that you respond with respect. I'm not saying you can't ever use profanity, but I'm talking about the women who are dropping F-bombs in their social media. It's not professional. It's just not. Uh, If you are calling people names with profanity, not professional. If you want to highlight something that's happening in your niche, in your area of expertise that you are calling out and saying, this is wrong, and you're using profanity for name calling, 
that lacks professionalism. Your communication is everything, even written, not just verbal. Written is the same thing. Your captions, your emails, anything that you put out there as your form of communication needs to be very much above the line of the average person if you're a woman in business. Now let's talk about your conduct and your behavior. (laughs) Oh my gosh, what? But yes, your personal conduct, your behavior is part of your reputation. Your reputation is what builds like no trust and rapport with your future clients and customers. If you are, I don't know, let's use charm and etiquette. I know a Southern Belle woman who is on social media that teaches proper dining etiquette. And she's just the sweetest thing ever. I love watching all of her stuff. And she, you know, does setting the table and she talks about how to hold a glass, the proper way to eat soup, you know, all of those things. Now, you expect her to have some level of professionalism if she's teaching you how to sit at a table and dine properly with proper etiquette and even different situations, right? So if you're at the White House, like expect this. She teaches and coaches people. If you're with this group of people, this is how you would expect to behave, If this particular etiquette coach was caught on video twerking at a pool in Mexico, it would have some kind of weird mixed signal, wouldn't it? (laughs) I'm not saying she can't. She can go be her best self. But your reputation is all rooted in your behavior and your conduct. So does that diminish her at all? I don't want to say it does. But I think it kind of does. People look for reasons to not trust you before they look for reasons to trust you. So your behavior outside of your work world does matter. When I had several employees in a chiropractic office years ago, we had a staff meeting to discuss this very thing. We're in a doctor's office. And if you are coming to work with alcohol on your breath, You're not currently drinking at work. I can't say anything, right? You're not doing anything illegal at work. I'm glad you're here. But if you're still kind of drunk, that doesn't work. Your behavior outside of work affects your job. So all of that is true for you too, whether you are employed by someone else or you're self-employed. If you're self-employed or you own your own business, you are held to a higher standard and your reputation is everything. Your reputation is what other people say about you, like it or not. There will be haters, and I'm not talking about the haters. I'm talking about you conducting yourself in a way that is not professional in alignment with your business. It's unprofessional. And it could be, you know, I've done this. I've been guilty. You know, like I love tequila when I go to Mexico. I'm not an alcoholic by any stretch. But someone could have looked at my pictures, maybe more than one on my personal social media of shots of tequila and went, oh, she's a heavy drinker and she talks about health, right? Do you see what I'm saying? So there are things that I've done too that I have to catch myself and go, huh, I probably don't want to do that too much anymore because I'm managing my image. And I also don't drink the same amount of tequila I did 10 years ago. (laughs) I've changed a lot. So I want you to be thinking of these things. How do you look, your appearance, How do you speak and communicate both online, in email, and in person? And how are you conducting your behavior? All of those tie in to your image and you want it to be true to the real you and true to your business. There needs to be 
a real you 95% of the time, and then the off you 5% of the time that I'm having a bad day. I'm not living my best life today. I'm doing the best I can. Okay, my friends, I always have a personal goal to wrap this up in less than 25 minutes and I'm hitting my times. I hope that this was helpful. If you have any questions, always, always reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. My email is info at christinebrunelli.com. I'll be back next week. Same time, same place. See you there. Please, please give me a review on Apple Podcasts. Just hit the stars if you are a regular listener. And if you have the time to write out a message in a review that gives me feedback to know if I'm hitting the mark with what you want to hear, I would love, love, love to know more about how this podcast is serving you. It is the best gift you can give every podcaster. If you're not subscribed, hit subscribe so that you get notified the next time a new episode is released, which is weekly. And until then, my friend, have a fierce, fit, feminine, and fabulous day.